and welcome to episode four of the Unqualified Game Chat. I'm your host, Zara Lopez, with my co-host, Spencer Legacy. Hey guys, how's it going? Spencer, more importantly, how are you? I'm doing great. You know, I, I love being on this podcast. I love recording. I love being part of the game industry uh, with someone else for an hour every once you're not even. Night. I love that you're not even being sarcastic. Like, this is real Spencer. It's like, real. anybody it's else, sarcasm. <laughs> but me, it's real. I'm in a good it's, mood. I'm I can see stars in your eyes. <laughs> uh, Spencer, this podcast is posted every week to noisypixel.net and monstervine.com on Thursdays. Also available on Apple and Spotify and YouTube. It's true. Oh, so, there you go. Come check us out on every platform. Raise our viewer numbers. Yeah. Listen to it at least five times. Have you guys been watching Last Gen? <laughs> Did you watch that one episode of Last Gen? Did you that, watch it? <laughs> that fucking blew up? Dude, right after Legend of Mana uh, got announced, the remastered. Dude, that last gen is beginning plays, and everyone's like, "Oh, you didn't mention the remastered, brother? Did you check the date?" Yeah, this check- is an old video. God, but I'm glad someone's watching it because literally, last gen, this, the 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 it's Legend of Mana is so the good. greatest deep dive, a fucking deep dive into Ever. that history by anyone out there. Yeah, yeah, it's the, the best. fucking the uh the composer for kingdom hearts how can you call yourself a kingdom hearts fan if you haven't even played legend of mana it's true you can't they're they're practically the same game <laughs> it's literally the same mickey mouse is in both of them as i understand <laughs> it's a secret character <laughs> oh you didn't get him hmm, that's interesting <laughs> well you should have watched last gen i swear <laughs> i i just needed to hit a thousand once it hits a thousand plays i'll think about releasing the other Episode. We might give you another one. We might give you a take. And, then, and then whatever we release, we'll get a remastered at in probably uh, a month timing. We're going to get the weirdest remastered game. <laughs> Just the <laughs> strangest collection of games. Uh, I want to know, Spencer, what you're playing. Yeah. So uh, this week, it's still pretty dry for review stuff. So I, uh, I was like, what should I play? I found uh, the PlayStation Plus game Concrete Genie, and I was like, I have a shirt of that from PSX. I should know whether I like that game or not. So I finally played it, and uh, it was very charming. It was like except, like half the game is an art-based platformer, so mm-hmm. you're like, you're making art on walls to like retake zones of this like derelict town, and that was like very fun and, and very charming. Um, and then midway, like three quarters through the game, it's like, all right, now it's Epic Mickey and you're fighting with a paintbrush and (laughs) there's heartless essentially. And you have to, uh, save all these people and creatures using your paintbrush. And it's a very weird transition because you were originally just making art with light platforming and then they add combat and it's, it's definitely not the best part of that game. But overall, I think it was a, it's a very small, fun little experience. And I think it's like the perfect kind of PlayStation Plus game because you got to experience it um, for, well, not for free because you're paying, but 
uh, almost for free. And oh. it's a good way to kind of take in that that game. That's now I can wear the shirt and know that I played it. So that's yeah. that's the real benefit here. They won't they won't call it. They won't make fun of you. Yeah, when you're they standing won't say, in line huh? at uh, PlayStation Experience 2022. 2022. They bring it back. Uh, <laughs> um, I want to know two things. Yes. One, did you cry? I didn't cry. No. Is that because you weren't emotionally involved? I wasn't that emotionally involved. I was like, okay, it's a kid and he's being picked on. And then he's, he's like, uh, it's a nice little conclusion to that arc, but I I didn't cry. Mm. Mm. What's the last thing that you cried to? My birth. <laughs> maybe uh maybe concrete Gigi got to you a little more than you thought <laughs> so, uh, i don't know what the last thing i cried out was that's tough i don't i'm not i'm not really a crier i'm a sulker I, <laughs> I, I'm like the rest of the day i'm like <sighs> here comes again i'm about to be let down again <laughs> yeah i just kind of sulk around i'm like hmm, i'm sad so I, I don't know what the last thing I cried out was. I, I couldn't tell you. I think the last thing I cried out was probably an Attack on Titan episode. But um, right. I don't want to spoil any of that for anybody. So second thing. Yes. Is this a VR game? It is. I haven't played the VR part yet. Oh, okay. I have VR. I should do it. But I and haven't no played No one plays v- their VR. Don't worry. You don't play Arkham VR every day? Dude. How do you feel about a new VR2 unit being announced for PS5? Do you think that they should just let it go? I don't know. Like, it's, it's a noble thing to be, to be so invested in VR because it's, I think VR is really cool. And games like Walking Dead Saints and Sinners are proof that, like, you can make a VR game, not an experience. So I think there's a lot of potential there. And I think PlayStation being in on it, is great. I just think they need to improve their approach to it and make it less kind of standalone, like its own column far away from the other VR stuff. Yeah, I think I think you make a good point. And to that, it's like if Sony wants to do VR, they need to make development teams dedicated to VR. Mm-hmm. I think all too often you have a developer just get a team of five or 10 people to make this gimmick VR game. And then they stop supporting it after that. The great thing yeah. about saints and sinners and why it's so excess- why it's so successful is that the development team that's working on that game is still working on it. They're still yeah. updating it. It's still live. You know, you can go into it every month and find something new through an mm-hmm. update or through a balance patch. And, and I think that's, that's the big issue with, VR is that you have these great studios making a VR experience and then they just leave it. They, they move on. Um, And then with respawn and medal of honor dude, that game got shit on. I, I couldn't even review it because I couldn't play it. Yeah. I have, I have uh, RTX 3070. Wouldn't work. (laughs) Wouldn't work, dude. It was, I, and I was, I was like, you know what? I can't even, I can't even play the damn game. Like I was just so upset, you know, maybe if I go into it now, maybe it it was on, it has been optimized since I last tried to play it, but I was, I was pretty let down by that. And then it just occurred to me that respawn doesn't need this. 
you know, they have plenty of other teams that are working on uh, better games right now, and mm-hmm. they probably don't even care, you know. That's, and that's what that's you're probably what right. Yeah. Um, so I think that if Sony wants to be um, to be a, a contender in the VR space, they need development studios that just focus on VR. Because yeah. why are you going to buy a VR unit when the Oculus Two is so cheap? Mm-hmm. And for for someone who just wants to play a quick VR, three hundred bucks can get you uh, right into the game. Like yeah. with one with with one of the best hardware. You're if if you're coming in at that entry level, you're not gonna need um, anything else. You're not gonna need a beefy PC or anything. Um, so yeah, it's I don't know, kind of yeah. kind of bothersome. They got a ways to go, but their heart's in the right place. I do think it's funny that he's like, oh, we'll make it one chord. Yeah, that was, I was like, shouldn't that have been your first? You don't brag about one chord. (laughs) Get out one chord, guys. Get ready. Yeah, like, to be fair, the existing PSVR is a lot of chords. So it's still, it's a marked improvement, but it's still, it's like bragging, like, I got a C plus. <laughs> I I hate how the fan on like the little the the VR dongle kind of gets kind of loud sometimes. Yeah, yeah, oh, it does. bothers the hell out of me. What am I doing to you? I will uh, say, PlayStation was very fast to send me the adapter for PS5, so they're they're doing well in that regard. Okay, good. Yeah, so good, good. Um, anything else? No, that's uh, that's pretty much all I played between school and uh, doing some writing and stuff. So, but I want to know what you've played. I have been playing. Um, I think uh, it's a it's a shoot 'em up that just released on uh, PS4 and PC. Mm-hmm. It's called uh, Natsuki Chronicles. It released exclusive to Xbox One in 2019, but shmup fans will know that it. Started development in 2015 and like went into development hell for a long time, yeah. And then came out um, in 2019, and I didn't play it on Xbox One, um, but I played the PS4 version and reviewed it. And I think um, I think I, I wish I played it earlier because it's a really good shmup. Um, you can tell that the developers were like fans of the game, you know, and that's kind of what I like. Uh, like any. Any like pain points you might have with a a shmup like like projectiles, right? If you're playing like a Toho Donmaku crap coming at you, you 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 kind of have to position your character, thinking that you, bullets aren't going to rain on you. But this game has projectile lines that show you where the bullets are going to be after they launch. Oh. So if a laser comes out, you see this red line. Like, hey, don't. Don't go there in a little bit because you're about to get yeah. shot. Um, super interesting. Also, uh, one of the features is, is that even if you die, it, sched- it takes your score and it applies it to each stage. And when you level up in a stage, you actually get more energy. So as you level up in a stage, each time you level up, you get an extra energy bar. And this is to hopefully help you get further in the stage. You also have... Uh, a level tied to your character where you unlock new weapons and you have a front and a back weapon and then you have a special shield weapon and it's pretty interesting. Um, so I love that. I love that those features. 
Awesome. Um, it's all score based, so it keeps true to the arcade like nature. And there's cutscenes and stuff. Um, really cool game. If if you didn't play it on Xbox One, I suggest maybe checking it out on PC and PS4. Yeah. So as a shoot 'em up fan, where does it where does it stand with other ones? Is it a cut above? Mm. Is it pretty average? It's very. I mean, I guess I can compare it to like our type. You know, um, but I don't know. Just the just the systems alone make it pretty unique. It hasn't not something that I that I've played before, I guess. But it has that R type of um, kind of two D side scrolling feel. Um, but yeah, Life Force a little maybe a little bit of Life Force, but it's a good one. It's a good one. Nice. Yeah. Um, and that's all. That's all I've actually been playing. Awesome. Yeah, because you've been so busy making the site as, as smooth as it is. As smooth as smooth as possible. And just pulling out my hair every time <laughs> something goes wrong. And I understand that this is why, Spencer. Yes. Websites have development teams. So not only yeah. <laughs> not only am I the editor but I'm also a developer, a web developer. You're a lot of, you wear a lot of hats. A lot, a, a lot of little hats. I'm a yeah. little hat guy. You wear multiple at <laughs> once. You're like a TFT character. You just have hats everywhere. And, I like my little hat. Driving you insane. Um, you know what I hate the most? I don't know if you hate this, but I hate getting called out for typos. Like, oh, yeah. I, I, I appreciate it. But like inside, I'm just like, fuck you. <laughs> Why do you care? And then you're like, I would you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and so don't and, point them out, everybody. <laughs> I I think I hate it more when it's in a tw- uh, tweet because like it just glares at me like, oh, you can't edit still. Yeah. So I have Ugh. to delete the tweet and then retweet it. But if I delete the tweet, then it doesn't actually delete for everyone. It's still going to show up on some people's timeline because the cache yeah. will just load it on their thing anyway. Yeah. Um, so now I'm feeling bad because now all the, the followors have to see two of the same tweet because I wouldn't want to see that. All messed up and... Don't call me out on my typos. I know I do it. We're trying, fellas. We're trying. <laughs> You know, I got I got Grammarly on Max. You know, it's <laughs> 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 probably overloading. I'm probably overloading their servers. Everyone, <laughs> <laughs> they're facing the same problem as us. <laughs> um, but yeah, so let's get into our discussion. Yes, this uh, this, this week I want to talk about near replicant, but more specifically the 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 near phenomenon that is uh, near automata. The series has sold 5.5 million units worldwide. This is Digital Sales 2. Um, I believe it's not even released on Xbox One yet. I think it's coming. Oh, really? Correct me if I'm wrong. Hmm. Oh, April 2nd, it it comes to Xbox Games Pass. Wow. So people will play it on there. Um, Near Replicant is a remaster of one of the games that we didn't get in the West. Yeah. Um we just got near. But um but they're they're very similar games in tome. They just kind of tell different stories. 
I want to talk about the series and you played Nier Automata. So, so what made you want to get into that game? Um, I heard from Will that my, my other boss, uh, that it was a really interesting game. So I was like, okay, that sounds like he said it was weird and interesting. So I was like, that's my cup of tea. I like weird and interesting. So I grabbed it and it's one of the strangest games I've ever played in my life. It's, you have to play through it multiple times, but every time is very different. And it doesn't feel like a slog because you, you're you invested in seeing, like, the first story is like, oh, it's it's a pretty straightforward, like, action story. And then the second one gives it more perspective. And then it just goes out of control into this insane new story. And it starts breaking the fourth wall and doing all this meta stuff and completely, like, upending its own narrative, but in a way that works. And... To me, it was just like the most intriguing thing because like it had really strong action combat from Platinum. And like my, for example, my brother, uh, he never finished the game because he got too into the combat side where he was like burned out because he would mm-hmm. like min-max everything. Uh, well, I, on the other hand, was in it for the story. So I, I thought that it was so strange and so uh, like... It, it was like an emotionally involved story as it went on, which is strange because it's about like these like weirdly clad robots who can just die and come back and they fight other robots. And like, it's, it, it, there's no way to describe it in a way that encompasses how creative it is. So I, the best thing I can say is that it's the kind of game that only like, there's nothing like it. And to me, that was very interesting. So I haven't played the original Nier, but I was on a gaming forum when I was a teenager and everyone there loved it for a lot of the same reasons. So it seems to be like a consistent theme in the series that it's kind of like this very peculiar, but very, uh, very like easy to invest yourself in kind of game. So long as you're open to strange things. Yeah, I think Nier suffered from um, pr- promotion in the West, the original yeah. at least. Uh, it kind of just looked like a macho um, <laughs> game, you know, like the, the main character. At the, the, in the t- at the time that it was released, there was just a lot of games that were trying to get this action-y appeal, but it was it was everything but an action game. And I think yeah. I think marketing it as like a dark star or not a dark stalkers, but um What's that one game where the guy goes to hell and like uh like a ghost and the, is it dark dark siders? Yeah, dark siders. Yeah. This was like Dante's Inferno. Yeah, yeah, not that, not that. Uh dark siders like it's like a kind of a bigger main protagonist, you know, kind of yeah. uh, oddly shaped. It came out around that time, you know, where where we had those types of protagonists. And Ooh. I think that not a lot of people played it because of that but those who did were able to remind people no this is like an action shmup with yeah. rpg elements and a lot of story it's not something that you can uh it's not something that you can beat in a night it's gonna no. it's it's an overarching uh narrative that that includes characters mm-hmm. and stuff but i think my my biggest takeaway when i played the game when i first played it is that I had no idea that it was a part of the Drakengard series. 
Yeah, I never knew that either. Yeah. I mean, it has a different name, so that's you know, it's, it's fair. Yeah, that would be that. hard. It would be hard to guess. Yeah, but at the same time, like that's so interesting. Yoko Taro is like a fascinating guy, from yeah. the games he makes to like just who he is. He's he's so fascinating, and I think that his personality shines really well, at least in Automata, Automata. Um, so I'm very interested in Replicant because, I mean, it's more weird near, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like. Suda 51 or Kojima where when you play a game like by them you know it's by them so yeah. I'm excited for like another Yoko Taro game yeah um so I did play on PS2 I played Dragon Guard and Dragon Guard 2 yeah. and I just like dragons to be honest with you um I beat Dragon Guard 3 I'm probably one of the few people who actually liked the game but um but I I think I'm I my near automata to me I didn't I didn't beat the game. Mm-hmm. Um I think everyone's like addiction to the main protagonist's butt and stuff. There is a lot of that. There is a lot of that. Like I mean I'm you know me. I'm all for the butts. But I hate that that the media and everybody likes to pick and choose which butts the dead or alive butt? No. That's near a automata butt. Yes. That's a weird. It's dead or alive. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> like, like you had like leading up to the dead or alive six launch, you have everybody saying like, oh, the sexual content, oh, blah blah blah. But leading up to near Automata lunch, you have people like, check out this butt shot, you know, of two B, you know, for it. and there's like an actual trophy for looking at her butt. Yeah, I, I think, and I think that's fine. I think that's fine. But I just didn't like that we kind of had to uh, that the people that I didn't I, that I typically don't like were celebrating this game that they typically denounce. Yeah, you know, That's and that made me not like it. It's like I, I, I attribute it to like bands, I guess, in music where, man, if this person likes this band, it's clearly not a good band. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Even if yeah. they are a good band, I'll judge the the fans more than I'll judge the band. Yeah, it's um, like for Weaves, who might not listen to bands, it's like My Hero Academia. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you watch it and you're like, this is great. And then you see its fan base and you're like, that's not great. And it kind of sours you a bit, which is bad. Yeah. But sometimes you can't really help it. Yeah, that's true. Persona kind of is oh, getting yeah. there for me. Persona's Persona getting there yeah. for me. Yeah. Kids just go a little too hard. Um. <laughs> I respect I respect the fandom. I just I just don't like when and it's not I'm not gatekeeping or anything. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to get everybody on the same page as to if you're going to celebrate this art form, then celebrate it and don't talk down on others that are doing it because they don't do it the way you like it. Yeah, that's fair. Um I mean it's dead or alive. No it's, yeah. Knows. Yeah, and that's and that's just one example. They do it yeah. they do it to a lot of games, but it's like it's like the whole Capcom thing with the girls stepping on them and stuff. Like everybody, even big media outlets are like celebrating this woman who's gonna step on them. Yeah. And they'll like throw any boob jiggle physics under the bus, you know? Like come on. Yeah. It's like, we all know that if Lady Mudlubla 
at Jiggle Physics, everyone would be like, wow. Yeah. Oh, so, shove it in my face when you're stepping on my crotch. Exactly. So <laughs> it's a very pick and choosy kind of thing. Um, so that's why that's why I played a couple I played a couple endings and then I just kind of jumped off of it. And I I got into hipster mode, so I replayed Dragon Guard one through three just to like be like just to tell myself that I'm cooler than, <laughs> than everybody else. Yeah, I'm a near fan. More uh, than I own Dragon Guard on PS2. Oh, you haven't played them. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Have fun dressing up as 2B for the seventh other time and getting thousands of dollars on your OnlyFans. <laughs> that was that, that a little close, though. That one. <laughs> hey, he's been practicing that one for a while. Yeah, that one in the chamber. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But if you want to be a popular cosplayer, your first one out the gate, just do 2B. You'll God get enough. It. You'll get enough money to fund your next cosplay, at least. It's true. It's true. Um, but congrats! I'm I'm glad that more people are buying it because uh, 5.5 million sales means a sequel. Yeah, that's big. Because near replicants not actually a sequel, just more of a remaster. Yeah, it's it's like a remake remaster thing. Yeah. Um, but then again, that narrative will take Yogatara probably ages. I don't understand the 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 subtext of the version version uh one. Point two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine, but it's very Yokotaro. It's very Yokotaro. I made like a an April Fool's post last year about how Yokotaro was directing a Kingdom Hearts game, and like the number one thing that you do is you add numbers and brackets, and <laughs> it's like it, that's his thing. It's like how Nomura Tetsuya Nomura has a uh, zippers and belts. You know, Yokotaro has numbers and brackets. You know what's gonna suck is if he makes a game. That bombs. That would. That'd be a real shame because, because that would dissuade yeah. everyone. Right now he's on the top, you know? And if he makes yeah. a game that's not good, like that's gonna that's gonna knock him off. It happens with Nomura. It happens with all like these big developers. Like how many people were pissed off at Nomura for what he did to uh Final Fantasy Seven remake or what they think he did. Even like, KH three. Yeah, yeah, he, like he's come been, on, like, like he's been knocked off a couple times. Yeah, it's uh, there's so many smarmy Reddit comments that are like, "Oh, Nomura is involved." Yeah, I don't think so. Not after those two. And you're like, guys, calm down. <laughs> yeah, I think I think uh, I think it'll suck if he ever makes a bad game. Yeah. But I'm very excited for for We're your replicant. For you, your I'm so time. excited that I bought that stupidly expensive uh limited edition and i know nice. i'm gonna regret it when they charge me in uh what is it april? april april yeah yeah wow is that next month no next month is march oh thank god okay yeah you got you got some time to accrue some funds i'll i'll be good i'll be good in april pack it away and then uh then you'll be all good um but i'm i'm excited for it and i'm excited to see uh more but yeah, I mean, to say that you're not excited to see more butts for anyone to say that would be disingenuous. Yes, we yes. just keep it real. Yeah, we and that's what we do here on this show is we do keep it real. That's why we're unqualified. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for for whatever they do, and I'm 
I mean, you know, Square Enix this year in general, dude, like, come on. What are they? Why? They're, they have like 2021 is their year. It's like, yeah, it's like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Final Fantasy 16 is not releasing this year, right? I don't think so. I'd be shocked. I hope they don't. I I want them to. I want them to hold off on that. I want them to take their time. Yeah, they don't. I don't need a Final Fantasy right now. When Final Fantasy 15 came out, I needed a Final Fantasy. Yeah, it had been a long time, but right now it's like, all right, I can. I I don't mind waiting. Yeah, let this year be the year of uh, Final Fantasy 14. We can do the what is it? Endwalker? Is that what it's? Yeah, Endwalker. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that, and that's that's good. I think that that would be completely satisfactory for a lot of people. Yeah. But I don't need, I don't need a Final Fantasy. What I do need is a Saga Frontier 2 announcement. So everyone better buy Saga Frontier when it comes out. I'd take a little, little Dragon Quest, you know what I'm saying? It's a little announcement. Maybe they said that they, they're working on 12. So I don't know. Maybe bring some of the spinoffs here. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Why not? Why Monsters, not? Joker, three, and the remakes of the Game Boy games. Bring them over. Yeah, just do it. Just I mean, Dragon it. Quest is taken off thanks to uh, Smash and Eleven. So, is that true? It. It's taken off more than it did before. It was hard being a Dragon Quest fan back in the day. It's still a little hard because Dragon Quest is just so traditional, and I love yeah. it. And as a fan of traditional JRPGs, I respect them. Or what they're doing, um, but yeah, it's I, very niche. I guess it is, which is sad because it's like it's possibly my favorite series. It's one of my favorite series. So yeah. it's like as a kid, I played it on Game Boy, and I thought that everyone did because I was a child. So I was like, "Oh, everyone knows what a Draki is. It's as iconic as a, as a Zubat." It was not as iconic as a Zubat. <laughs> I think it was. It sucked for me because. Once I got into the game industry, uh, I was still calling it Dragon Warrior, and I and I still ended I like I got caught up in conversation, and I would say Dragon Warrior, and I felt kind of dumb. But I still do that no, now with like just random. You can be like, I yeah, I was a fan back in the day. Like I'm an old fan. Yeah. I still call it Warrior. Yeah, yeah, but now I can't. I can't get away with Dragon Warrior because now there's Warrior games, Dragon Quest Warriors, so it can't be Dragon Warrior Warrior. Yeah, <laughs> shit, you're right. Um, yeah, if they do the thing, the thing about Dragon Quest, I think, dude, honestly, they should just tone down the accents and those. I uh, love the accents. Okay, They're I so love them, silly. but I feel like that hurts it a little bit. I don't know. I I can't picture it without. It's like saying to turn down the puns in Dragon Quest. I can't picture it. It's too <sighs> iconic. It's good. I think it's good. They did it with the new Star Ocean too, right? They had the uh People love Xenoblade. That's full of accents. They don't love those accents though. That's true. Well, everyone loves Shulk's accent. Come on. Oh, but Xenoblade 2, everyone talks bad about it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it just depends on the accent, but I mean, most Dragon Quest games don't have voice acting, so it's fine. I think uh Yeah, I wouldn't, you know, I I wouldn't know I think the problem with Dragon Quest also is that the timeline is not official. So people don't know where to start. People don't know where to begin. 
And well, you can really end. start with any. If you're watching right now and you want to start Dragon Quest, I would say start with any. Start with eleven. It's why not start with? Yeah, it's on everything it, now, right? Yeah, it's pretty much on everything. Yeah, the special edition is. So. That's the best edition. Should have got it at launch, but I agree. Well, I think that's our episode. Yeah. We got some Square Enix talk. We love Square Enix, by the way. We're, we're yeah. big fans. But as fans, we know when to criticize them when they're doing something wrong. It's true. Right now There's it sucks. no shortage of Square criticism here. Yeah, yeah. What sucks is that they're doing so much right. Yeah. So it looks like we're we're shilling, but yeah, they're just doing a lot right. <laughs> yeah. I can try to reach uh, for something wrong that they're doing, but I can't even think of anything right now. I I can't really either. Why why did you make why'd you make a Kingdom Hearts rhythm game canon? Oh. <laughs> why? It kind of sucks that they don't release physical editions of the uh saga games and uh, all the Switch games that they're bringing over. Yeah. Uh, they need to they need to be a little more um they need to be a little more confident. There's our slap on the wrist for Square Enix for today. Yeah. Fuck you, Square. Come on, guys. Yeah, you're doing confidence. most things right, but come on. Where's that confidence? Uh, so here's to uh, New Replicants release and to, to butts. Yeah. Looking forward to it. And hopefully, and what was the specific day? April 24th? April 23rd. April 23rd. So one day less than two months away. So everybody get ready. Yeah. Play Automata or Automata ASAP. Yeah. I might play it. You know what? Fuck it. I'll Do play it. it. Do I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it this week, weekend. That's going to be the game. I'm going to beat it. And we're going to talk about it. I'll talk. I will. I'll tell I'll tell you a little bit about my near automata uh, butt fest next week. I'm excited for that. I'm looking forward to that. Okay. Well, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. We will uh, post this and uh, yeah. Let us, let us know later. if we are messing up in the comments below. Yeah. Comment. Tell us. What do you think? Yeah. We want to know why. Why we're messing up, and why what you up. Yeah. and what you're gonna do about it. <laughs> Maybe you love point out typos. Maybe that's your passion. Tell us. <laughs> okay. Have a good week. Bye. See you guys.